I've been seeing a lot of conversations around the topic of the nice guy finishing last nice guys finishing last. And I'm just like, I'm tired of this rhetoric. I'm tired of this rhetoric because it really is old and it's not even supported by true facts beyond this, like the basic top line. So that's why we got to do an episode where we get beneath the top line, baby. We got to go to the root. Okay, let's take it to the rut. Let's discuss the real reason why, quote unquote, nice guys finish last. And let's talk about what it really means to actually even be a nice guy. What even is that? Like, I saw this thing where this dude had put up a video saying that he had got stood up and he's really doing his best. He bought this girl flowers. He checked on her over the last two weeks to see if they were making sure that they were going on their date. He researched a place to go to. He did everything right. And she stood him up. And he just wants to find the love of his life. And I'm just like, okay, first of all, can I see a baseball card of her stats? Because I want to see what made you even holler at her. Then I also want to see, okay, does this happen to you all the time? Are you always getting stood up? Is this a moment of frustration? And then people were saying, well, you know, that's the reality. People don't want a real Russell Wilson. You know, they want a bad guy. And I just need to make it explicitly, abundantly clear. It's not about somebody wanting a bad guy. The reality is, is that we are all being raised up in patriarchy. And there's a lot of shit that comes along with that. And we're going to break it down. Me and my kittens right here. That's Jedi and that's Mando. If you're listening, you're like, what is she talking about? Y'all, I have a kitten on the right of me and I have a kitten on the left of me. And you can watch the beautiful, gorgeous, perfect, that's P-U-R-R-R-F-E-C-T, Perfect kittens on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. I think it's time to do a gem drop. Jam dropping. Jam dropping. Jam dropping. We're dropping on these hoes. <sighs> nice guys versus good guys. All right, let's get into it. Nice guys. Nice guys are guys that do nice things, right? They may do nice things because maybe they are also good guys. But just like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square, the things don't always translate back to the origin. Because some guys are doing nice guy things because they're like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do to get what I want. Not because it's in their character, not because it's who they are, but because it's something they're doing by rote. It's real incel activity. It's really just, I have come to understand that this is the behavior. I am an AI. I am a nice guy. I got to do these things. And the reason why you know that it's not just who they are is because I honestly feel like they're the ones who are constantly saying, why am I finishing last? Why am I not getting the attention? Why am I not getting the fucking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm being nice. What's the problem? I think the other thing is these quote unquote nice guys, who are you being nice to? Because the reality is, is that just nice people get taken advantage of. In general, nice people get taken advantage of. Because we do not live, at least in America, in a world that honors niceness. You know what we honor? We honor strategery, okay? We honor competition. 
All right? We honor people who figure out how to be savvy enough to get to the top. And oftentimes, being nice ain't got nothing to do with that. So niceness is not something that's at the top of our social food chain for anyone, okay? Let alone men. Why is that? You're saying that's women's problem? Baby, that's patriarchy. I'll get to that. Good guys. What's the difference between nice guys and good guys, Amanda? In my opinion, the difference between nice guys and good guys are good guys whose niceness is not based on what they want, but it's based on who they are. It's their actual character. It is their choice to exist in this way in every facet of their life, not just in who they're responding to for the basics of, you know, a romantic interaction. Good guys are good people, okay? Their value systems are aligned with ethics, with morals, okay? With principles, all right? And that shows up in how they interact with women. You know, there's been times when you have like a friend, right? You have a homeboy and they'll be like, you know, he's such a good guy, but he's so bad with women. No, no. No. If he's a good guy to you, but he's treating these women like trash, he's actually not a good guy, okay? He's just being a nice guy to you, probably because he's trying to smash, okay? But the reality of the nice guy versus good guy thing is important to understand because I'm so tired of being hit over the head like a Naomi Campbell assistant with my phone about this idea that... That hurt, actually. That actually did hurt. Damn. That otter box. Protected the phone, but didn't protect me. This nice guy's finished last rhetoric... I believe is actually being put to women. The responsibility is being put on women to say, why aren't you applauding nice guys more? Why aren't you heralding nice guys more? You know what they're really trying to say? Why aren't you fucking nice guys more? That's what they're really trying to say. And ultimately, it's not about that. And I think that we oversimplify It all, when we try and make it about someone's way that they're individually like acting on a date, et cetera. Like someone can be a completely nice guy. That doesn't mean that you all have great chemistry. Someone can be a good guy and it doesn't mean that you all have chemistry. None of these things should determine whether or not you have to give somebody a chance. At the end of the day, do y'all mesh? Do y'all click? And do you have healing in your own space to even be able to take in a good guy? Huh? Because that's the other part. When I see the nice guys finish last rhetoric, I say to myself, who are the nice guys hollering at? I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I be seeing nice guys that are always trying to holler at the bad guys. The nice guys is trying to get the city girls. The city girls don't want you. They can't even accept you. They've got too much going on in their intentions, in their trauma, et cetera, to even pay attention to you, let alone the good guys. No. Yours is even a mask, nice guy. Good guys, listen, I know, it's frustrating. You're like, I'm actually a good guy. She talking about me? I'm actually a good guy. My mama raised me. My daddy raised me. I had people around me. I read books. I worked on myself. I meditate. I take showers. What's the problem? The problem is that patriarchy creates an umbrella of toxicity that isn't just felt by men, It's felt by everybody. And it's not just felt by everybody. It can also be perpetuated by folks. Even women. Yes. All those folks standing outside the jail with signs saying free R. Kelly. They're perpetuating the toxicity of the patriarchy in real ways. So many of us are trying to understand where actual 
morals exist within a society that does not uphold them. So it's no surprise that good guys and even the faking nice guys would get kind of like lost in the mire. Because this is a country that literally elected a liar by choice. I'm not saying these other politicians haven't been liars, but this one we knew was a liar. And folks were still like, yeah, put him in there. He's grabbing pussies. That's all right with me. How can we expect in a nation that allowed for someone who on camera said, you got to grab women by the pussy, they allowed for him to become president. They heralded him. How can we expect in a nation where that is the environment that good guys or nice guys would be heralded as something of value? Explain it to me. No, it's not going to be. But the difference is that the nice guy is putting on and thinks that by being a nice guy, he should deserve something. He should have something. There should be a response. No, the good guy is just being the good guy because that's what it is. And I had a homeboy who I always thought was a good dude. And then he just started acting an ass. And I remember he was dating this chick for three months. And then she was like, you know, what are we doing? Like, I'd like to like lock this down. And he was like, oh yeah, my life is real messed up right now. I just can't do that. And I was like, why would you date her for three months if you're not even able to be in a relationship? And he was like, I mean, everybody else is selfish. Why can't I be selfish? And I just remember in that moment being like, oh, we can't be friends. I was like, you sound like the rest of these selfish fuck niggas. Like, why are you acting like a fuck boy? at 38. And he said that, you know, he just felt like it was his time to do this. This was after he had wasted another woman's time for a year living in her house without a job and not even taking care of her emotionally since he couldn't support in any level of financially. Not a good guy. Nice guy. Now you might be saying, Amanda, maybe it was a phase. Maybe it was. But my point is this. This nice guy rhetoric, it has a ceiling. The good guy is the one who's committed to existing in a certain way because of their own choice of character. And they're going to attract the people that may sometimes get it and may sometimes not, but it's not going to detract them from behaving the way that they know is the only way for them to exist in the world that makes them feel as if they truly have their own integrity. I don't want to hear no more nice guys crying. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. DMT. We're serving it. All right, let's hit these DMTs. <clears throat> First question. Do you feel like nice girls get the same slack as nice guys? Flack? Maybe? Flack? Well, you know, that's what Jasmine Sullivan is talking about on her song. We did a whole episode on this song. Girl Like Me? That's what she's talking about on that song, Girl Like Me. She's talking about the fact that it feels like if you're just a nice girl, it's not enough. And she's saying that 
And okay, what she's talking about, that's, that's actually not correct. What she's saying on that song is, it seems like you have to have these like superficial things for men to pay attention to you. And that being a woman who is herself and that knows who she is, isn't the type of things that men are attracted to. They need the BBL. They need you acting a fool. They need you doing all of these like surface things. And I think it's not that it's about the nice girl getting flack, but I think there really is this kind of, based on social media, this like idea that has come into a lot of men's minds of what a woman is and that you have to like fit into this like framework of what a woman is. And there's a lot of women that are going along with that, right? And they actually are the epitome of this, you know, and it's like a physical thing. It's the behavior. It's a demureness. It's a sexiness. It's a passiveness. It's a physical form. It's all of these things that I think don't add up to like, what is someone's character? So I think there is something real to the fact that like the nice girls, they get in the flack too, because they're not feeling like they're enough either. But I'm going to tell you, nobody is enough just for being nice. And I know somebody's like, well, no, what we mean when we say nice girls is that we're not like city girls. We're not in here in the streets. Like we're not just out here doing whatever, whatever. And that's what we mean by the man. Like they're not out here doing whatever, whatever either. I hear that. And my thing to that is that, you know, I just feel like the bar is low when we're just like, I'm not a criminal. <laughs> like, I feel like the bar is low when it's like, I'm not a cheater. Like, that's what makes you a nice guy or a nice girl. How about you are about something, you are in purpose and you have intention. And on top of that, you're not an asshole. Let's be that. Next question. If I'm a nice guy, what can I do to level up in relationships? You can bring energy and excitement and interesting things to the relationship. You know, the nice guy thing, I cannot stress it enough. A lot of dudes really just be boring as fuck. You're boring. You're boring. We're going to dinner. You're nervous. You're trying to, you know, keep it all together because your mindset is if I just do all of this perfect, she'll like me. She's going to like you because of what you bout. Not because you knew to pull her chair out. That's an added bonus. But, you know, do you like anime? Maybe she like anime. Now both of y'all can go, ah, and get Super Saiyan together. Right? Do you like hiking? Maybe she like hiking. Now y'all can go hike and run into white people with their dogs and say, hey, how you doing? Together. Do you like African-American studies? Maybe she likes African-American studies. Y'all can put on your kufis and your dashikis and read together. That's what people are going to connect to. And on top of that, you're also a nice guy. So you're going to ask on your way inside the house, hey, you need anything from the store? You see what I'm saying? It should be the cherry on top, not the Sunday. Being a nice guy should be the cherry on top, not the Sunday. Oh, you should also learn how to eat pussy. That'll help you level up your relationship. Do that. Next question. Is it me or are some nice guys actually just hidden narcissists? Mine was, ha, Ooh, I got a story about that. But you're going to have to go to the Patreon to get it because it's time for us to jump into the SEAL Squad section of questions. I'll see you over there. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. 
If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. That one time. <laughs> so when it comes to that one time <laughs> for this episode, man, oh man. I've had my share of nice guys and good guys and bad guys. And I can tell you that in my experience, it's never been about, oh, this guy was too nice. It was usually, if anything, more about this guy was too timid or this guy was not clear with me or this guy was corny. Now, the problem with the whole nice guy thing is that a lot of times it's interpreted very differently by the guy acting like the nice guy than the woman receiving it, okay? So you'll get the nice guy who's like not showing you any level of affection. And in their mind, they're like, oh, I'm being respectful. You know, I'm not touching her. I'm not being sensual or anything. You know, I'm just keeping my distance. But for the woman, a lot of times that can feel like, are we on a date or on a meeting? Is this romantic or is this a friendship? Because there has to be a hand on the small of the back. I mean, if we're going into the movie, the theater, there needs to be a hand on the small of the back. Give me some level of indication that you feel some level of kind of a romantic exchange with me. And there is, of course, time that allows for this. But I've been in situations where I've been on a date with someone like three, four times and they still acting like we're about to play cards. And I'm like, if I got to ask you, does that mean that you're not interested? What does this mean? What does this mean? I remember I was dating this quote unquote nice guy. I was gone for two weeks. I came back. He picked me up at the airport. He was on the phone and he gave me a one-arm hug. Listen, I addressed it later and was like, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's like, I'm going to get, I'm, I, I'm not that interested. I don't know if it's just I'm busy. I don't know what that means because I was really excited to see you and at least get a kiss. And I got a one-arm hug. And he could have said at that moment, you know, honestly, maybe our romantic chemistry isn't aligned. But what he said was, I mean, I would greet even my wife like that. That's my homie. So what are we doing? Okay? Because the thing about it is that, sure, you a nice guy, good guy, but I am not your nigga like that. <laughs> and that just to me says... You're not that into me. You're not that into me. I remember I dated a dude. Nice guy. Good guy. But I remember we were in the laundromat. Okay? We're folding. He said, oh, let me run upstairs. I got to get something from upstairs. He went upstairs to get something. And when he went upstairs to get something, a dude came in. It was fine, yeah. Okay? okay. A dude came in that was fine. And I noticed the fineness. And in that moment, I said to myself, oh, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. Because I shouldn't be noticing somebody else's fineness. I shouldn't be noticing it. I shouldn't notice it because I should be enraptured with this person. So then I asked myself, though, why aren't you enraptured with this person? They're so nice. They're so cool. Why, what is it? But it was really just that we did not have any kind of chemistry. And I wrestled with this. I really wrestled with this to the point where I even tried to like force us to be more physical than I feel like we would have been ready to be just because I was trying to kind of like jumpstart this thing. 
And he was like not comfortable with it. And he was like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to sleep with you yet. Like, I feel like we should chill. And again, someone might say, Amanda, oh my God, like you messed that up. You screwed that up. And it wasn't even necessarily that I messed up or screwed it up, but it was that I had identified like, oh, we don't have a thing that would be needed for this to sustain. And then I tried to jumpstart that thing. In my immaturity, I tried to jumpstart that thing instead of maybe perhaps being more patient. But ultimately, I just, I knew something in my gut in that moment that actually was the real, it was true. It was true. It didn't matter how nice of a guy, how good of a guy he was going to be. There just wasn't something there for us. And I think it's okay, not I think, it is okay to come to that understanding. And sometimes people make you feel like if you don't just like try to make it work, that you're not going to get another good guy. That there isn't going to be another option coming down the road. And I believe that that's not true. You know, I think that you have to be who you are. You have to be honest with yourself. And you would not be a good woman to simply just be with somebody because they're quote unquote nice or good and not actually interested in them as a person. Because that to me feels opportunistic. That to me feels transactional. That doesn't feel like a real exchange. But yet that's what we keep being told that is wanted. No, I don't want it. I think that should be a part of the equation. You deserve to be with somebody who's going to be kind and nice to you. Especially... You know, in this day and age where a lot of times women feel like they're searching at the bottom of the barrel because there's so much effort being made to bring toxic masculinity to the top. You deserve that. You give it, you should get it. I don't feel like that should be the be end all of a person. You know, I don't want to be limited as a woman to like, oh, my domestic abilities or, oh, she's, you know, attractive or I don't want to be limited to one thing. I don't want to be looked at as like, I'm only valuable because of this one thing. So it's weird to me when men suggest that. I remember I was also dating, I dated a dude one time who literally said to me, like, I can't be with you because I'm not a nice guy. I can't. I, I, I'm, you're a good person. You're a good woman. I've had this told to me twice. You're a good person. You're a good woman. I can't. I can't be good to you. Because I don't have it in me to be that kind of dude. You want somebody that's going to change how they speak to be softer to you. You want somebody that's going to use different tools for conflict resolution, et cetera. And I'm just not that nigga. I'm not trying to change any of those things. And that was a real slap in the face because you realize in that moment, you can't be with this person because they're not going to try. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. I have a homeboy who called me one time. He had just gone on a whole meditative retreat. He was 36 and he had just been on a meditative retreat where he also did like a silent, <laughs> there was like a whole silent thing he did for like a week or two or something. And he called me and he said, yo, did you know niggas ain't shit? And I said, actually, yes, I did. I did know that. And he was like, I just didn't realize that that's what really was going on. And I'm going to have to change myself to be what I want because that ain't what society is teaching us. He was also Jamaican. Is also Jamaican. 
But he, in his own self-exploration, identified that he has grown up in a world that is asking him to show up in his manhood in a way that is not conducive to what it would mean to be a good guy in his eye. When I asked him, what does he consider to be a good guy? He was like, well, I think I need to be emotionally present for my partner. And I think I need to be emotionally present for myself. And he was like, that's never been told to me in any shape or form by anybody around me while I was being raised or in my peer group. Like no one has ever like held that up as a priority. Well, now as adults, we understand that actually, if you've been to any level of therapy, that is a priority. Providing for just like your family with money is not enough. Like there has to be a safe space provided not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally. You can't do that if you haven't done the work. And he identified that in order to be considered a quote unquote good guy, it wasn't just about holding a door for somebody, right? It wasn't simply about getting flowers on the date. It was about how am I able to show up in goodness as a full person, right? Because that is the thing. And I'm not saying that people aren't going to take advantage of you. Again, I said that earlier. I'm not saying people won't try and take advantage of you or people won't try and shit on you for that. But it was fascinating to see him realize that if he wanted to be what he considered to be a good guy in this world, that he was going to have to actually make choices of his own that have nothing to do with what this world has deemed is supposed to be a man. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Marvin. Because he did the work. Now he's got a beautiful lady. They have a beautiful baby. And I like to think that that can be available to everyone. But I hate this idea that as a woman, you have to give the good dude a shot even if you don't have him on your vision board, even if you don't think he attractive, even if you don't think that you all are going to go the distance, you are required to give the good dude a shot because he showed up on time to, to I don't know. Now, the thing about this is also, though, we do be giving whack niggas a shot a lot. And the reason is, is because a lot of us have never been even shown the example of what a good dude is to even know how far someone is away from it. So when I talk about patriarchy, I talk about how like we're all growing up under the umbrella of it. There's so many of us that take a while to understand even what our worth and our value is as a woman, let alone understanding what we should be expecting from our male partners. It takes a while. For some of us, it never happens. We continue to settle for what society has told us is supposed to be the case versus what our spirit tells us we should get, we should accept, we should connect to. We're constantly being challenged on that. This man, look at all this money this man has and you're not going to give him a chance? How many times have you been told that or how many times have you heard that? Look how successful this person is. You're not going to give him a chance. Look how fine this person is, etc. right? Then... There's the idea of just like you go along with just what you're attracted to, what you're feeling. I mean, I literally had someone tell me, Amanda, you suck the wrong dicks because you was over here messing with people you actually liked instead of people that could actually do something for you. (gasps) (laughs) And that was quite the shock because ultimately I was thinking, no, I just like who I like and that's what should be attracting me to somebody. Not looking at them like stats on a baseball card. 
But I feel like there's a unfairness that we're charging all of ourselves with when really we're all the victims of a system and we are working to heal ourselves in order to get out from that system. I mean, that's what the matrix is really all about, right? The idea that there's a whole system at work that we are plugged into and unless you consciously unplug from it, you are a part of it. You're the coding that's keeping it going. So the unplugging from it is being conscious of the fact that, yeah, maybe you have been giving whack dudes a shot. And maybe you did let good dudes pass by. What was the reason? And being honest with yourself, was it because you could not deal with the goodness? Or was it because you didn't have chemistry? What was it that was attracting you to the whack niggas? To the mean ones? When they say, oh, women want a bad boy, they want a bad boy. Listen, sometimes women just want someone that's going to be exciting. All right? And sometimes the bad boys, they be exciting. I mean, I'm telling you, drug dealers have the best dick. This is not just like random facts. People understand. There's people in their car right now like, yeah, girl, it's true, it's true. Because there's a certain level of, it's not anxiousness, there's a certain level of, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, <laughs> of urgency that's coming from somebody who's living on the edge every day. There's a certain level of adrenaline that's going to be coming through that person. And sometimes you want that. Especially if you're a nice girl. Now, that's the other thing. I feel like the nice guys, they don't be going after nice girls. They be looking at the nice girls like they boring and not understanding why the girls might be looking at them like you boring. Because nice feels like bland to people. Nice feels safe. And I don't know if you've noticed, but people be jumping out planes, okay? People be going on hunts and shit. People be doing all type of things to try and get their adrenaline up because this life to them is a little just too boring. They need excitement. They need their blood to rush. They need to feel seen. And so many women grow up not being seen. And a lot of times it be the bad whack nigga who pulls them in because he sees something that he can take from. But on our side, it feels like he sees something that no one else has been paying attention to. The last dose. So for all the good guys who are like, dang, man, why aren't they paying attention to me? I hope you practice a little bit of patience. Because this is not just a man-woman problem. This is a societal issue. And a lot of us are still trying to figure out what does good look like? And then even when they do, a lot of folks are trying to figure out, do I deserve it? And then even if they figure out they do deserve it, they're trying to figure out, how do I preserve it? Right? So many of us live in a scarcity mindset where we think, I don't want something good because what if it goes bad? Then I'm going to be disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed. That's going to feel terrible. So I'd rather just choose the devil I know because that way I'm already prepared for what's to come. I won't get my hopes up. I won't get hurt. That's a thought process a lot of us do. And we don't just do it in small things. We do it in our relationships. We do it in the people that are closest to us. The good guy, nice guy shit, cut it out. Be yourself. How about that? Be yourself. And in being yourself, I hope that there's good guy, nice guy shit in there. 
But it's going to require more than that. Do you like music? Do you play sports? Do you read? Are you a style fashionista? Do you know a lot about the butters? Like all of these things make up a person. To consider being nice as the bottom line and the only thing, that's somebody that's really, really basic. And I don't know why you think anybody would be attracted to that. <laughs>